Hey guys, it's Dr. Childs here. Today I want to talk to you about 10 things that you can do to try and help you find a, a thyroid doctor. So we're going to be going over what I call 10 tips or tricks. These are things that you should be able to do to help you find a thyroid doctor, preferably near you. Um, the reason I want to provide this information to you is because obviously this is something that a lot of people struggle with. And by the way, you can get a free PDF download of this uh, document that you're looking at right now. You can download that for free on my website. The link will be in the description if you, if you want to um, take a closer look at it. But let's talk about this. Um, the first thing that I want to say is it's definitely possible uh, to find somebody near you that can help you with your thyroid. Now, it may not be possible for everyone, but for the majority of you, I would say it probably is possible. Is it going to be easy? Well, no, not necessarily. It's probably going to take a, a little bit of work and legwork or, or um, uh, work on your part, but definitely doable. Uh, the second, the third thing is I don't have any personal recommendations for doctors near you. I know doctors or some patients think that I probably have this this secret list I'm holding. I, I don't, unfortunately. I just don't know many doctors that, that treat the, the way that I do. I know some that are somewhat similar, but they're not similar enough that I would necessarily recommend them. And so I just don't have a list, although I am trying to make a list. So if you have um, any recommendations, please email them directly to, uh, to me or my team, and I'm going to create this list um, in the future. At least that's on the docket. So let's talk about 10 things that you can do. So number one, um, there there are some search engines that you can use. Uh, well, let's call them search tools. They're not search engines. Search tools for people who have been who have taken classes into certain uh, subspecialties of medicine. These are these are um, specialties that you can learn more about after you go to medical school and residency. And so there are three things that I want to talk about. One would be integrative medicine. One uh, number two would be functional medicine, and number three would be anti-aging medicine. Um, so you can actually go to the search uh, tools, and you can look in your area to see if any doctors have taken these courses or are certified to practice this sort of medicine. Now we're going to talk about each, all three of these, because some some have benefits and some have pros and cons, and and so on, and they're not perfect. Uh, but there are three tools that you can use for to find extra people around you. So first, let's talk about integrative medicine, um, and the link to to find them is here on the document um, that you can click on. So the integrative medicine is sort of like the I would say the original. It's it's a little bit older than some of these newer ones that we're talking about, functional medicine and anti-aging medicine, and it's sort of a, a combination of conventional medicine and then let's say Eastern medicine. So it, a lot of these doctors are still rooted in conventional medicine, but they still practice other things and they recognize the value of of certain treatments and supplements and nutrient deficiencies and so on. But I would say they they have most of I would say they probably have one and a half feet firmly planted in conventional medicine, which isn't necessarily a problem, but it could be because they might contain that or retain that conventional mindset where they only use T4 and they only look at the TSH. So um, there are some you know cons to this doctors who are trained in this, but you know you still might have some luck looking at that. The second group would be doctors who are trained in functional medicine. Um, so if you know anything about me, I have some training in functional medicine as well. Um, I tend to practice a little bit of functional medicine, although I don't think it's the best way to approach, especially hormone balances and such, but there are some benefits to those in functional medicine. Now, this is a different sort of approach, um, more of a systems approach, and the uh, the goal of those uh, practitioners or providers who practice functional medicine is to try and find the root cause and fix that issue. And so that's sort of the, the thing that they're looking at. Now, that that's good and bad because some of you may need thyroid medication um, no matter what, right? If you have your thyroid removed, there's nothing you can do for about that. You're going to have to take thyroid medication. But if you're someone that has, I don't know, maybe Hashimoto's from an autoimmune disease, your functional medicine doctor may try to reduce that inflammation through dietary um, therapies and supplements and so on they, to try and treat that root cause to impact your thyroid in an indirect way. So they might take that approach as to giving you medications. So it, it's kind of hard to say. It's, it's um, 
whether they'll be helpful or not. I've seen some that are really good, and then I've seen some that are basically just um, conventional doctors with the name functional medicine slapped on them. I would say another potential downside to, to searching for functional medicine providers is that there are a lot of other providers who can't prescribe medications who fit into this list. So that would be some naturopaths depending on what state and, and what licenses they, they have. Naturopaths can prescribe medications in certain states but not all. Um, other one would be chiropractors. As far as I know they can't they cannot prescribe medications in any states and then of course health coaches. So you can get these providers who are trained with the knowledge of functional medicine but not all of them are able to prescribe medications which may be beneficial for a lot of you uh, listening to this. Now you still want to do all the other things I mentioned, right? You still need to uh, address your diet, you still need to manage your stress and exercise and probably address nutrient deficiencies and look at, you know, chronic infections and autoimmune disease and so on. Though those are definitely things you still need to do, uh, but they don't always take the place, is what I'm trying to say, of medications, especially those ones that medications that exist beyond uh, level thyroxine or Synthroid. So it's still good to know that uh, functional medicine, while it may be helpful, is not necessarily a perfect tool. Uh, the other thing is not all doctors who are trained in functional medicine um, are equally as good, right? And so some have a better knowledge and some uh, may not be as advanced in their knowledge and understand some of the nuances of thyroid disease. So just be aware of that. The third one, which I think might actually be one of the best, um, and I'll explain why, would be those doctors who are trained in anti-aging medicine. So this is a relatively newer uh, concept of, of medicine. And the, the reason they might be better for some, thyroid, for some thyroid patients is because these doctors tend to take a, a more focused approach on hormones. Um, and that includes thyroid hormone. Uh, and the reason for that is pretty simple. We know that as you age, your hormones, pretty much all of them, start to decline. Um, and so that would be like your sex hormones, uh, testosterone, estrogen, progesterone, thyroid hormones included in there, um, and so on. And so what these doctors do is they try to re-optimize those hormones to keep them at your youthful levels, which then can kind of allow you to age gracefully, reduce wrinkles, and so on. I mean, I, I, have, a, I have an interest in anti-aging medicine. I've taken a lot of um, courses and, and information in this uh, particular area. So I, I actually tend to like it a little bit better. Um, but doctors who are trained in anti-aging medicine, they might have a better knowledge of hormones and hormone function compared to those who are integrative and functional medicine doctors. So again, there's a search tool that you can use for anti-aging doctors. There's one for functional medicine doctors and, and there's one for integrative medicine. Again, not going to be perfect, but now you have at least three tools that you can look at in addition to just the regular run-of-the-mill family practice doctors and endocrinologists who are within your area. Now, again, they're probably not the best option, right? Your PCP and your endocrinologist, you're probably listening to this because they haven't been able to treat you successfully. However, um, there are some endocrinologists and there are some PCPs who do listen to patients who will uh, extend their uh, treatments beyond T4. So that does exist, definitely rare, but it definitely exists. Um, so those are one, two, and three. The next thing that you can do is you can use a Google search or any search engine result for compounding pharmacies near me. So that's in quotes. So if you just put into your search engine compounding pharmacies near me, what it should do is populate a list of compounding pharmacies. Now these pharmacies are different than the run-of-the-mill CVS uh, or Walgreens or whatever you know, big box pharmacy that you have near you. Those pharmacies, like CVS and Walgreens, they contain, they, they hold different types of medications. They're, they're the pharmacies that conventional doctors use day in and day out. But these compounding pharmacies, they um, tend to be used by doctors who, who fit the category of the three um, training areas that I mentioned above. So they're the type of doctors who are more likely to use these compounding pharmacies because they have different medicines and you can put them together and so on. Um, I used a lot of compounding pharmacies uh, when I was uh, treating and prescribing uh, to patients. And so they're, they're really beneficial and helpful. 
Now the key here is you can call them and then you can ask and say, hey, can I get a list of doctors who might be prescribing bioidentical hormones? So that's a buzzword. Um, or T4, T3 medications, that's another buzzword, or NDT. Um, now they may or may not give you that list. Sometimes they will, sometimes they won't. Doctors might also give their cards to these compounding pharmacies. So they might say, yeah, we have some cards here or no, we can't give that information out. Or I don't know. It kind of depends on which pharmacy you're talking to. But it's a good opportunity for you to call and just say, hey, or just visit, or, you know, you can just ask ask the receptionist, hey, who is, um, do you have any recommendations for doctors near me? And they'll give them to you. Um, and so sometimes they will, I should say, not, not guaranteed. But again, it's just another thing that you can do. So once you have a list of people who are using a compounding pharmacy, there's a very high chance that they fit the categories above, or at least are more naturally or holistic or integratively minded, however you want to phrase that, um, and that there are potential options for you to look at. Next thing you can do is these are some of the more obvious things. Um, you can look for doctors who have a blog or who write on it frequently. Um, this can this is hit or miss. You know, not all doctors are blogging, and you know, there's a lot of good doctors who don't write any blogs at all because they're busy. You know, in their in their practice all day, and they just they don't necessarily enjoy that. So it can be beneficial. Doesn't just because someone's writing a blog also doesn't mean that they're good because they could be just using it for marketing purposes. But it's something you could think about. The next thing you could do is. Look for doctors who have written books on the thyroid. Uh, the downside to this is that if a, if a doctor is, let's say, you know, popular, I don't know what other word to, uh, to use here, but let's say they're popular enough to have written a book on the subject, they're probably going to have a long waiting list, uh, especially if it's a widely disseminated book. Um, so it can be helpful, maybe, maybe not, but again, something else that you can look at. Um, another option, and um, I want to be very careful as I recommend this one, would be the use of Facebook support groups. Um, and you can ask patients who are in these Facebook support groups if, if they've been at any or if they've seen any providers or if they have a list of providers or anything like that. Now, I, the reason I'm hesitant to use this is because the Facebook support groups can be really hit or miss in terms of the quality of the information and the advice that you receive there. Um, I've seen some some good advice in those uh, these groups, but I've also seen some very wrong and some very bad advice. So if you don't know any better, you might be inadvertently following bad advice instead of good advice and thinking that it should work when it isn't and you're just completely on the wrong track. So I be cautious about this thing about this option, but again, it's something that you could do. Um, another thing that you can do is, which is similar to the compounding pharmacies that I mentioned before, would be to contact advanced laboratory testing centers, um, and then you can ask them for a list of doctors. And so what do I mean by advanced laboratory testing centers? Well, you're probably familiar with like a LabCorp or a Sonora Quest or whatever they're called near you. They're, these are huge, massive lab companies. And again, these are the lab companies that the conventional doctors use. So if they want to check cholesterol and like TSH and the CBC and you know some basic things. These are the these are the companies that those doctors use. Now there are other advanced laboratory tests which include things like Genova Diagnostics or Dutch Hormone Testing or Great Plains Laboratory. There's a ton of these. What they do is they run a little bit more advanced or nuanced test nuanced testing. Um, the places that also I'm trying to think of the name of the one that does the salivary cortisol testing. I can't think of it off the top of my head. Z Z something. Uh, I think it might be Z Laboratories. But anyway, the point is, is they run a little bit of different flavor of tests. Now, I don't necessarily agree or order all of these tests, but other doctors who are more open-minded to the therapies that you would want as a thyroid patient may be ordering them. So again, you could call them and you can ask and say, hey, do you have any doctors who, who order tests in my area? You don't want to ask any specifics, obviously, but just get the name and then you can do the rest of the searching from there. Um, the, one of the last things that you can do, I don't think that you'll have a lot of success doing this, but again, if you've exhausted all your options, you could come down to this one, and that is to call local offices of endocrinologists or primary care physicians and simply ask them if they prescribe T3, and the other names for T3 would be Cytomel or Lyothyronine, or you could just ask if they provide NDT or natural desiccated thyroid hormone like Armour Thyroid. 
And, and if they said yes, well, then that might be an indication that that would be a place to go. And if they just say no automatically, well, then, you know, scratch that one off your list and start to move on. So you have um, some options here. Again, I don't think this is going to be a fruitful endeavor. You could probably call 100 offices and maybe get one or two um, that, that say yes to this question. And that doesn't mean that you're going to get what you need as a thyroid patient. Uh, but again, if you don't have anything else. And then the last one sort of a... a harkens back to the, the top three that I was talking about. And that would be look for doctors who have certifications in anti-aging medicine, bioidentical hormone management, integrative medicine, and functional medicine. So these are all kind of buzzwords that uh, doctors use, which patients may not be aware of, but they all kind of um, are code word for, for meaning that they look at um, they take a more holistic approach to patient management and care. And so, again, another buzzword would be bioidentical hormone management. We talked about functional medicine, anti-aging medicine, integrative medicine. But these are all things that doctors may use thinking, oh, my, patients are going to find me now. But if you don't know what they mean, then you have no idea to search for those things, right? And so uh, that's why I'm trying to explain that, that doctors may use this, but patients may not understand what they mean. But they do mean, uh, in this case, something good, uh, potentially good for you. So anyway... That's it. So we got 10 things that you can do here. I'm, like I said, I'm fairly confident that with going through this list that you should find at least hopefully several doctors near you. Uh, if you want, I would recommend that you download the PDF um, uh, free from my website. You can get that in the link in the description below um, and kind of go from there. And if you have any people that you are physicians that you've uh, used that have been successful, please send those to me so that I can uh, curate a list here so I can provide it to you guys as well. Because um, I'm constantly looking and trying to update that list. And if you have any questions as usual, leave them in the comment section below. Uh, and otherwise, I'll talk to you guys in the next one.